Hey everyone, this is Pastor Jim, and unfortunately on Sunday, our camera just stopped working. And so I'm coming to you from my study. You can see some of the books that I read and that I study from, but I wanna make sure that we continue this message, especially for everybody that's at home and didn't have the chance to be with us. We wanted to bring the church to you, and this message wouldn't be complete unless we get to the real gospel ending, the good news. So we were just in Luke, and Luke tells us a little bit about what he's trying to tell Theophilus, that he has done an eyewitness account, which means he's gone to the source to find out everything there is to know about the Jesus story. So that's maybe why Luke has such a great nativity story. Maybe he interviewed Mary or, or one of her family members or something like that. He's going to the first eyewitnesses, he tells us. Luke does the same thing in Acts chapter 2 when Peter's giving that message on Pentecost. And in verse 22, Peter tells the people, you remember this Jesus and the miracles and the signs and the wonders that he did. And, and the people did. I mean, they, they were there. They saw these things. They heard about this Jesus of Nazareth. And then in verse 32, he says, this one is raised from the dead. Luke is letting us know exactly why he wrote his gospel. He wrote his gospel because Jesus is alive. You don't, you don't write a gospel about somebody who's been crucified. If that's the end of the story, there's no story to tell. And the gospel writers knew that. And then in John, at the very end of his gospel, he tells us twice that he's recorded the signs of Jesus, but if he were to record everything that Jesus ever taught or, or every miracle Jesus ever did, there wouldn't be enough books in the world to tell the full story. But then he tells us, but these have been written that you might believe. John says if you never were to read another thing and just his gospel, that would be enough so that you could have faith in Jesus Christ. And that's why we're here. And that's why we come to the Bible. But there's one last thing I want to tell you, and it's a quote from Tertullian. Tertullian tells us a little bit about the early church, and he says, unfortunately, the persecutions were so bad that if there was a famine or if for some reason the Tiber River were to flood the city or the Nile River were not to water the crops, there would be a cry that went out from Rome, Christians to the lions. That's how rampant this persecution was. That's how terrible it was for them. But they kept the faith. And so my question is this, why would these Christians, why would Peter, why would John, why would any of the disciples or these other apostles or a hundred years later, or 200 years later, the early church didn't have a Bible yet. So why were they willing to give their life for a lie? And the answer is because it wasn't. Because Jesus really was alive. You see, the Bible didn't invent Christianity. Christianity rose because Jesus rose from the grave. This past Sunday also handed out one last thing. I ordered from Egypt some special paper. This is papyrus paper, and it comes from Egypt. And I wrote a little verse on here. Now, this is important because the word Bible in its original meaning means papyrus. Like when they were referring to the Bible, they were referring to the actual paper, this, this papyrus parchment that they wrote on. And, and this is a little verse from a song that I learned as a kid. And it says... Yes, Jesus loves me, for the Bible tells me so. And if you want one reason to stay with the Bible and to keep reading the scriptures, it's because of this. It's because of the good news it tells you. It's because it tells you the greatest story ever told, the greatest event in history, the resurrection of Jesus Christ for you.
And that's why I believe the Bible is a for you book. It's God's good message to you, for you, so that your life and your internal life can matter. God bless you. Have a great week. Amen.